The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the man. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. It's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. And then he's bound with a dead of Kill Bond, now. To the right, to the right, to the right. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice trade. <laughs> it's best of part 11. It, no, it's not another new episode. It's another clip show uh, because apparently 120 odd episodes warrants 11 of these clip shows um but if you're lazy like me and you can't be bothered listening to all of the episodes because all of them are at least two hours or more long uh then you might just want to have a cliff noted version it's kind of like cheating on an exam something like that then you can listen to the best of which this time is the 1970s commentaries uh, so I was only on one of these episodes, so if you want to skip to the end, you can just listen to me on Moonraker. Uh, but if you want to listen to what they had to say, Ben and Colin, about Diamonds Are Forever or Live and Let Die, Spy Love Me, then you can listen to this episode. And I've been instructed to tell you that these were not recorded in order. These were recorded all over different time zones, different years. Uh, so keep that in mind. We could be going back a few years to just a year ago to two years. Who knows? Uh, so it wasn't like our normal film recaps. But hopefully you enjoy sitting back and enjoying the 1970s commentaries. We teased this back in September, and we're finally here for another commentary. Diamonds are forever, and um, I love these commentaries because it means I know how long the episode's going to go for. So we're going to be here for approximately two hours and one minute, so <laughs> get ready for it. My name is Colin, and um, I tried to get out of this movie too, but Noah beat me to my excuse. And my name is Ben, and look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> um... <laughs> And my name is now. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna do Noah there. Oh, my name we'll is Noah, and I love this movie. You all suck. Shut up. Boo. <laughs> I don't have time for Double R Seven. Excuse me while I go teach English to Koreans. Uh, I'm about to go to Hong his. Kong and Vietnam because I'm so special. Can we just do this entire episode as Noah? <laughs> this movie would be so much better with Roger Moore instead of Sean Connery. <laughs> Colin, you suck. This movie's great. Bite me. <laughs> drop dead, Ben. <laughs> yes, We're ben, doing drop, well. Drop dead. You suck. God of the day sucks. This is quite distracting. All right. We should get into the shut movie up, here. Shut up, What's <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Put him back in the cupboard. um so we're gonna have to do a countdown here uh what are we gonna do um three two what noah (laughs) no three two one noah (laughs) okay in noah's voice (laughs) three two one 
Noah. <laughs> oh, what a pretty line. Oh, lions. What is the attraction between Wit and Kid? <laughs> um, gosh, one's very smart. One's got a massive dong. Um. <laughs> There's always a dong involved somewhere. I was I was gonna say it was the mustache here, the tickle me mustache, Mister Kid. <laughs> tickle me dong, Mister Wind. <laughs> uh, is that what we've just named the episode? Tickle me dong, <laughs> Mister Wind. <laughs> yes, everybody else knew it before we did. Tickle me dong, <laughs> Mister Wind. Mister... <laughs> All right, this is what I love about I mean, this podcast. We come up with episode <laughs> titles. Oh, wow. <laughs> Casually walks on top of an elevator. I mean, are we meant to think he's cool here? Like, He stands on elevators. <laughs> James he just Bond Jr. His... <laughs> he just lost his toupee in that shot. He <laughs> <laughs> flew off. Shit. <laughs> I told you I don't work with wind. <laughs> it was in my contract. Right, I'm not coming back for another Bond movie. Hire someone else. Like, there, there is nobody who, you know, wears their heart on their sleeve more than Connery. Because, like, when this movie came out, he came back for Bond. and They were doing press for this. And he was already telling people, yeah, I did this one, but never again. <laughs> I, sh- I will slit my wrists before I ever play James Bond again. I did it for the money. <laughs> the money Tell us about your new. Tell us about your new movie, Sean. It's bullshit. <laughs> Even I phone it in every once in a while. They literally put me with a piece of wood. Her name is <laughs> Tiffany Case. I put on a shitty accent. I punch a man who's meant to be Blofeld. It's shit. The movie opens with a lot of mustard. <laughs> Make I your own gr- judgments. I put a grappling hook on my gun. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Did this point Adam West have like the 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 slingshot thing like this for Batman, like is they just steal this from Batman or I'm Batman. Martha, why did you say that name? <laughs> what is my superhero my superpower? I'm rich. Don't think of iconic Batman one liners. Never leave home without it. <laughs> I thought she was with you. <laughs> There's no Batman one-liners. It's literally our Batman. That's all it is. Just, but it works so much better if you growl it like Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm Batman. I thought she was with you. <laughs> I just wait turning into Mister Freeze one-liners. Call it. You know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! <laughs> and, and seriously, if there's anything else that's going to date this movie more, a cassette tape, which was like new tech, I'm sure, Modern, in 70. That would, it would have been. That would have been brand new technology. It's, I would, it would be like if, if Casino Royale 
came out and we see Bond with an iPod shuffle, you know? Yeah. An iPod shuffle? Hmm. <laughs> I, I only have a nano. Oh, iPod nanos. What a time to be alive. It holds all your music in this tiny little spot. What kind of sorcery is this, Blofeld? <laughs> you mean I can create a playlist with different people on it? It doesn't all have to be like, what is this? Put it away. A smartphone? Have they, have they taken over? <laughs> I don't want my phone being smart. Voices, and- yeah. And macaroni and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And those little hot dogs that you like in little buns. (laughs) Cut the crusts off your sandwiches for you. And for madam, some fruit loops with a side of sugar. I'm a man who likes my cinnamon rolls. I want my Timbits. Where are my Timbits? <laughs> I asked for my juicy box. Where is it? Uh, and we'll count down from three, and on the word, uh, what word shall we use today instead of go, Colin? Um, butterhook. Butterhook, yes, that great word. Uh, and then when I say the word butterhook, not now, in a few minutes, uh, you press play, well, not a few minutes, a few seconds, really, and you watch the movie with us and listen to our expert commentary. So I understand it. Colin understands it. So the listeners don't understand it because they're not listening. So let's just get into this. Three, two, one. Two. Butterhook. Butterhook. Oh, look, it's a line. (laughs) 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 They should replace it with a horse. (laughs) Hey, wait a second. Did you notice he had, like, luggage tags on his attache case? Like, what great secret agent is going to (laughs) check their secret agent attache case? He's like, he's, he's looking around and somebody picks his bag up by mistake. <laughs> Knife pops out of it, a bunch of gold coins. <laughs> Score! <laughs> Didn't we go over this when we did this recap about, you know, just James Bond getting picked up at airports never really turns out well for him? Like, <laughs> as if he's like on holiday and, like, you know, a family member picks him up from the airport. He's like, Who sent you? It's me, James! <laughs> it's he's, your cousin. He's really old and not, you know, in touch with, like, times and everything like he should just be a member with like enterprise rent-a-car or something because that would work out a lot better for him. how does james bond work in the age of uber like (laughs) (laughs) your uber driver is five minutes out no i don't trust this it's too quick i don't believe this (laughs) leave feedback for your uber why why does he want me to leave more feedback I mean, I think this is something we all agreed we kind of liked this twist with Mr. Big and, you know, how it plays out. But, um, yeah. What if this scene just played out and he comes out and, 
good God, man, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> Sean Connery would be saying something like that. I think there's something on your face there. <laughs> the lovers, we better have sex. <laughs> oh, I just love it. I shan't be long. <laughs> He'll be saying that too when they're having sex. <laughs> I love how she's, like, conflicted, like, oh, no, I must have sex with this British man. Like, nobody has ever turned over the lover's card before. <laughs> what if, like, I went in there and I turned, oh, no, not Ben. <laughs> what if, like, a woman turns it over, like a little old lady, like, I mean, <laughs> drop your pants, Doris. <laughs> Gwendolyn, off with the bra. <laughs> I don't know why Judy Dench this. and Solitaire Judy. just had to have like a love affair because she happened to turn over the card instead. There's, you know they're going to remake all these James Bond movies in about 10 years' time with female-only casts. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Slightly chilled. He's, I don't know why he's speaking like a Cockney geezer, Cockney Bond, like Michael Caine. <laughs> Hello, I'm James Bond. I think Michael Caine's too old to play James Bond now. Genuine Felix Leiter. <laughs> Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Have you used me, Felix Leiter? Do you think, this is, in all seriousness, do you think Michael Caine could have made a great James Bond? I reckon he could have. I mean, he, he was young, attractive British actor, so, you know, he kind of, <laughs> he's just got the accents a little bit. It's a bit of sport, Miranda. <laughs> like, it's kind of, <laughs> he's more of a Gustav Graves, isn't he? Yeah. This is... We talked about this. It's a shame. I don't want to see James Bond taking a bubble bath, okay? This is a Ben thing, not a Bond thing. No, this is a Ben and Colin thing, remember? Thank you very much. We want to go back to our You Only Live Twice episode. Hashtag not my Bond, okay? (laughs) What did you say? Like, I wash in the bath and other bits that I don't want people looking at? All All the... Yeah, all the... Dirty bath filth <laughs> stuck around. And I just, I don't want to picture Bond in a bath with a little soap dish with a, you know, a shell on the wall there. Like. You know, like, here's the trickiest thing. I just ran a marathon yesterday, not to get too graphic, but, like, you got to wash your ball sack afterwards, okay? And there's no good way to do that sitting in a bath. <laughs> uh, well, I went swimming when I was in Melbourne when we were on our holiday, and I decided to wear uh, swimming shorts without any underwear on, and it was a freezing, freezing swimming pool. So you get this icy cold water going straight onto your scrotum. It's not a very nice oh. feeling. While we're on the topic of testicles. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is double R7, we have no class whatsoever. Genuine Felix testicle. And he drains the bath right away. Like, did he only need to get wet from the bottom down? I really need to wash my ball sack. <laughs> he was teabagging himself. <laughs> that is a big cigar. <laughs> that thing's like six and a half feet long. You know, say about you know what they should have done? They should have had it standing up to uh, Baron Sandy's to get perspective <laughs> on the height. <laughs> you about to say perspective on something else. <laughs> I mean, she she went into the shop to buy one of these, and it said right on the shelf, "These are for rituals only." So it's like Queen Amidala. <laughs> I will not condone a course of action that would lead us to war. <laughs> General Viceroy, <laughs> our fate will be no different than that of our people. 
my handmaid and pardon my, I don't know where her accent's going. <laughs> it's just quickly evolving. <laughs> sailor, Sailor Bond. Yo, ho, 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 a pirate's life for me. <laughs> I swear we're watching Jaws right now. <laughs> She's Queen Amidala, seriously, look at it. Ooh, that's a nice dress. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Colin's corrupted again. It's a bit nipply in here. <laughs> Oh, here we go. We've already started talking about other movies. We're loving this one. <laughs> start talking about um, ice hockey again, if you want. Or buses. This is Casper's favorite vehicle. A he bus. is obsessed with buses. So he's he's gonna obsessed grow up and be a bus them. driver. Yeah, I've got a little toy bus he has right here. <laughs> you literally make a sound of a bus. <laughs> what is it saying? <laughs> What is that? Hi, Eddie. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Why do you have a children's toy, like, waiting to go? <laughs> you can sit with me. All of Casper's toys are all over the place here. I think this is Colin's way of luring children to his house, and I'm apparently the one who, uh... Oh, wait. We got Peppa Pig's car. Oh, oh not Peppa Pig. Really Wait, it never ends. <laughs> I love our little car, and our little car loves me too. Are you okay? <laughs> right now, Casper's going, A bus! A bus! <laughs> okay, is Casper home right now? Are you just going to wake this child up? <laughs> He's like, I know that. The sound of the engine. That's a bus! A double decker! <laughs> Oh, my Lord. <laughs> this is a cool chase, though. You know the uh, the end credit Man with the Golden Gun song? Mm. Where it actually goes, James Bond is here. One day, Bond's listening to Razor. That's my name. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Or it's just basically, you know, like, all these movies when he says the name of the title in the movie, like... You know, die another day. Again, here's an example. Looks like you'll live to die another day. He's driving home, you know, from Iceland. Turns on the radio. I said that earlier today. That, that woman who's singing this song looks like that Verity woman from the Spencing Club. <laughs> and then, like, he's he's flying back from Seven Eye and he starts hearing Golden Eye. And it's like, why is Tina Turner singing a song about the weapon I'm trying to stop from destroying the world? <laughs> When I was giving him the briefing, it's like a satellite called GoldenEye. He goes, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <Da-na>. <laughs> or he's like listening to the radio and he's out here, he let the sky fall. And it's like, oh, that's a bit cruel. That was going to be a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's getting pinned down. <laughs> There's a terrible mask again. Oh, 
I'm going to take my face off. <laughs> His face. Oh, woo! <laughs> I'm Kananga Troy. <laughs> <laughs> woo! <laughs> Can someone tell me what planet we're on? <laughs> Nicholas Cage Let's encourage James people. Bond. <laughs> encourage people who like 007 who have never heard the Oz Network. You're going to have to go back about 400 episodes to find it, but listen to our face-off recap. <laughs> Maybe the funniest episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, big reveal. It's Mission Impossible. Stole from this. <laughs> there we go. I would have gotten away with the two, you see, if it wasn't for the medleys. <laughs> Face <laughs> oh. <laughs> Quite revealing. <laughs> was this actually meant to be a big like twist? Like with Mildred and everyone in Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you gotta admit, Mildred, it looked pretty lifelike. <laughs> the special effects in movies these days are quite incredible. I mean, let's be honest. Mildred had never seen a black man before. She's not going to notice the difference. <laughs> Look at his skin. <laughs> this, that's amazing. The special effects. Mildred, that's a real person. Oh, George. Yeah, this is also a little bit culturally insignificant in 1973. Did we really need a character doing blackface? Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on, uh, James Bond. <laughs> we know this is actually played by Christopher Walken in one of his earlier roles. <laughs> I'm gonna take my face off. I can't do a Christmas walk. <laughs> that was going. More, more voodoo. <laughs> more, more makeup. <laughs> more, more face off. <laughs> Can we just establish Nicolas Cage being James Bond would have been awesome? No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Superman, James Bond. <laughs> Well, if Henry Cavill can't do it, then Nicolas Cage can. <laughs> Would have been better than Matthew Perry. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing. That was a real thing. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It could have been the greatest casting in the world. We wouldn't have known, would we? <laughs> what if there's like an alternate universe out there where people are like, wow, you know, who would have thought that Chandler could have been the best James Bond ever? <laughs> As we're silently watching it. <laughs> this just deserves a moment of silence. <laughs> Why does he fix his tie? <laughs> I'm going to get dirty. I don't want a crooked tie. <laughs> this is the part where he needs to suck on. Crikey! Now, I'm surrounded by a bunch of these little critters, and I don't know what the hell is going to go on. So I'm just going to run over one of these, and hopefully... They're going to sit still, and I'll make it to the other side. It's a rusted out canoe. <laughs> now, if I just move this slightly with my watch, hopefully it'll come over. Oh, bloody hell. It's stuck on a rope. Some people may think the crocodiles are the ones to be afraid of, but you need a tent in a shot if you scratch that rusted canoe. <laughs> That's instant death. <laughs> oh, crikey. Never do this without a straight tie. Now, if I pick up this little bit of grub 
He's going to eat the bloody thing. <laughs> but then this other little kid is going to come here and holy shit, I'm bloody screwed. Right, now, hopefully they'll line up for me and I can jump over them and hopefully there'll be no stingrays in the water because then I'm really fucked. Too soon. And this was five takes too. And I love watching the alternate takes in this where the guy actually does fall and still manages to not get eaten. <laughs> it does need a... Dun it, dun it, dun it, though, like... I feel like they've wasted their opportunity for the use of the theme there. Or a... <laughs> or a... Now, I'm going to just put a bit more grub here and I'm going to find my way out and hopefully they won't go anywhere. I don't know who's just there. Did Bond just look into the camera there? Oh, what's this guy's name? That's Whisper, isn't it? Whisper, yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about Whisper at all. Right. Please don't. The couch <laughs> is swallowing me. Please like, don't be disrespectful. Workplace health and safety. If, if the cleanup crew comes later, I'm inside the couch. <laughs> the couch. <laughs> so if he picks up the lover's card with solitaire, no solitaire, save yourself for someone else. I said no. Put your dress back on. Stop raping me. I just say, Roger Moore looks pretty darn fine there with his black. <laughs> Like, he pulls that off quite well. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I will agree with you here. I, I like the whole plot with Kananga and everything, but I always forget this movie has... Even though you know the beginning of it has to do with heroin, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, but Bond just basically said, so you carry the heroin out through that thing. I'm like, oh, that's right. This is still about heroin. <laughs> it's got like one of the most anticlimactic finishes though too. Yeah, like, as soon as they get in the cave here, it's just, ugh. He dangles from a rope, and then Kananga's head explodes. And what's he got in here? What are they, mutated sea bass? Or have I just I'm still got yeah. some powers <laughs> on the brain? <laughs> I don't ask for much, people, but it's too much to ask for sharks with freaking laser beams on their head. <laughs> what do we have? Sea bass. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're genetically modified sea bass. <laughs> Mutated, that's what he says. You know what's really good? Chili and sea bass. Here, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. A Jurassic Park episode on the Oz Network. Honey, Andrews, chili and sea bass, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else we've uh, noticed in this world? Is that in plenty of movies, they eat food. And in one of those movies where they eat food, it's Cool Runnings. <laughs> well, and you know, when you're at the Filet of Soul, they have a dancing sign on the wall. But in another region, you may see a Filet of Soul with a dirty dancing sign on the wall. Oh, God. Oh, so true, Colin. I, Tonya, with that. Uh, <laughs> You definitely killed Phil with that joke. <laughs> One would say you raided a tomb with that joke as well. <laughs> it's a you Wonder Woman just... how you got away with it. 
Are you literally just looking back over all of our yes. episodes? On the it's a real blast from the past. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle. You know, on a scale, you. on a scale of one to ten, I would give this movie a Nip Tuck season two, episode eight out of ten. Oh, that's a big call. You might get lost season two, episode four, with that one. <laughs> But don't third watch season one, episode <laughs> seven. I always forget there's sharks in this movie. <laughs> we forget there's heroin. We forget there's sharks. <laughs> we forget the whispers in it. We forget he's got a grinder as his watch. Like a, a bustle. <laughs> Did we see this earlier? Where's Q in this movie, by the way? Like, are we... like? Why isn't Q in this film? Look out! <laughs> Don't do that, it's a health hazard. You know, Whisper might have actually been a good guy the whole time, and he was like <laughs> trying to warn Bond. So like, when, when Bond first gets taken, he's like, he's not actually, uh, he's not actually Mr. Big. It's Kananka in a mask. He's, what? What? <laughs> Kananka in a mask. I can't hear you. He just works in the HR department. <laughs> He's the one who's like establishing the, the uniform. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, <laughs> In the Hall of Fame for worst special effect in James Bond history is... Kananga. Yeah, it's this, it's this the and the... surfing uh, scene. Die another day surfing. <laughs> absolutely terrible. <laughs> And like, why does his clothes inflate? <laughs> and where's the blood and guts? Good night, good night. Sleep well, my dear. No need to fear. James Bond is here. Sad news, if you haven't heard, within the last couple of weeks, the passing of Clifton James, who played Sheriff J.W. Pepper, uh, a Bond sidekick that appeared in back-to-back films because of overwhelming popularity from his first appearance, which (laughs) what people don't realize was actually the case. He was popular in 1973, 1974. But uh, sad news that Clifton James has passed away, and we can now do this episode number 52 as a tribute to Clifton James. Uh, Ben, where were you when you heard the news of Clifton James passing? I was sitting on my uh, chair about to do a podcast and the commentary of the man with the golden gun. I had no fucking idea until you just told me that. So (laughs) You just broke the news to me. I don't know if I can do this now. I'm sad. Um, Seriously. Wow, I didn't know that. Dead serious. (laughs) Dead serious. I'm not joking. I had no idea until you just told me. We're big fans of James yeah. Bond series here that all our hosts clearly know when something like this happens. <laughs> this is all, and, but you know what? It's still appropriate. Both of our profile picks are J.W. Pepper. <laughs> I thought that you were doing that as a moving tribute like I was. You just love J.W. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, that's the thing. I just love J.W., but um, I had no idea. Really... That's sad. I actually, to be honest with you, this probably sounds even worse. I thought he already was dead, so. Um... <laughs> well, let's be honest here. 
if you look at his age, he lived to 96 years old. Like, I don't think, was Christopher Lee even that old when I he died? I think so, no. So, like, Clifton James, I mean, this guy's, he almost hit 100. I mean, that's my goal in life. I'm Chris already... Lee was 93, <laughs> so three years off, but still. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm looking here, and it says 96, so I don't know where you're looking. Um, Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this... Wikipedia, born 1920, died 2017. Oh, wait, hang on a minute. Are, are you still talking about Clifton? Or I'm looking Clifton at Christopher James, Lee. Yeah. Sorry, Christopher Lee I meant was we 93. That's what organized I meant. Here. Apologies, we have, apologies we there, have Colin. Two, two dead co-stars of this film, yeah. and we can't get our facts straight. Roger Moore's still alive, okay? <laughs> at least at the time of recording this. If he's died in between releasing this and recording it, we're sorry. But let's be honest, right now, he is still alive, as, as much in as we know. In fact, Roger Moore played james bond to the age of 93 as well so uh the 90s are a good good decade for the bond co-star as a man with a golden gun i think he's on the list but... to replace craig let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> in three what, what should we do three two one toby oh that no that yours is better the, the whistle <laughs> yeah so that may drag out a little bit long, so maybe we'll... we'll... Now, now, are we doing at the start of the whistle like, or the end of the whistle? Yeah, is it the midpoint where it goes from an upward... I think the midpoint. The midpoint's a good a good balance there. Okay, so we'll do a pause. Pause. And then you press play. We'll just say play in the middle of our slide whistle. Okay? I'll, I'll, I'll say play while you're, you're coming down off your whistle. It's a teamwork effort here. Okay. All right. In three, two, one. Play. <laughs> that See was you. also the sound of the lion. Yes. He's yawning there. <laughs> yeah. We should dub that over. So instead of hearing, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I swear there's a bit here where. He... Look, look, how many times. He's... Look, he's dead. His skull is caved in. Come on! Which one? The guy is getting his he... head bashed against the wall! It's a freaking cardboard wall! <laughs> but in real life, it's not cardboard! It's solid concrete! Well, that's him right there! He's up and punching him again! <laughs> Shut up! It's bad for a man with a bashed head, or was this it? Hairspray in his eyes! Oh! <laughs> the second, I love the second guy. It basically hits him in the teeth and he's rubbing his eyes. So oh, I can't see. <laughs> that guy is oh, that, How is that guy walking? He had his skull caved in on a concrete wall. <laughs> Even the mirror, like a piece of glass could have gone through his temple and killed him. He's still breathing as much as the mannequin at the beginning of the movie. That's not a death. <laughs> I like that. That's I love that bit there where he's got all the people are banging, and uh, he just leaves out the thing. <laughs> Not from where I'm. <laughs> oh, Roger, you are the king of the one-liners. <laughs> oh, that I hate that line. It's just it's the line where all dignity is gone from James Bond. <laughs> He needs a laxative. I don't want to picture James Bond pinching a turd to get a clue. <laughs> you imagine that scene. Okay, Roger, sit on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Classy Roger Moore doing his shit. 
I like on the IMDb page here for Man with the Golden Gun, you have a section that says, Frequently Asked Questions. The first question here, how much sex, violence, and profanity are in this movie? <laughs> Not what laxative did he take? Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a missed um, merchandise opportunity there, isn't there? <laughs> the laxative of choice of James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> when I've got the shits, I like to use this. <laughs> it's quite illuminating. Use lax packs. <laughs> now available in your local chemist. I'm Roger Moore, and I approve this message. <laughs> quite illuminating. <laughs> Are you all blocked up from that dinner you ate last night? <laughs> I mean, like, can we just analyse this again? He's been led into a random person's yeah. room by a person just to walk in to simply start... Look at the look on his face. Like... You know, I've got to get a poll here, okay? My wife's, like, sitting maybe 10 feet from me. Jamie, if you're in the shower and... You're by yourself, and you see a man standing on the other side of the shower. If it's Roger Moore, do you freak out? Or are you like, hey, come on in? Uh, Is he on Hunt's thinking about it. There's this debate here. Am I still married? Are you still married? Is that the right answer? <laughs> Jamie, this is a fantasy, all right? Do you ever stop and think in your dreams, think- oh, Hugh Jackman's getting undressed in front of me. Wait, am I still married? <laughs> I think we have our answer. The fact that <laughs> am I still married? So James, Roger Moore, James Bond can walk into a woman's room, watch her in the shower, and <laughs> this is the worst that'll ever happen. Now, are we'll we talking Roger Moore in the seventies or Roger Moore now? It's, Jamie, if it's Roger Moore now at the age of one hundred and eight, <laughs> is it the same reaction? <laughs> I don't think that he has any reaction. <laughs> I don't think he has any reaction. He's popped me. a couple of pills. <laughs> Actually, no, it's Roger Moore. He doesn't need pills. He's still got a libido. <laughs> this is James Bond. Funny enough, Nick Knack was later considered to play uh, Stromberg in The Spy Who Loved Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would, have, it would have been a good fit. <laughs> Can we just imagine if her villages ended up playing other famous characters? What if he played Octopussy? <laughs> <laughs> what if he was Jaws? <laughs> That's my little octopusy. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's to us. Ernst Avro Bluffhound. Are we really doing this again? <laughs> but I'd forgotten you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who says this is my first time? Oh, Mr. Bond. <laughs> he's two characters there. He's um, he's a method actor. He likes to get into both roles. Her village just plays both sides of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there shirtless. He will like his shirt open, you know, <laughs> flipped it over. <laughs> you take very good care of your body, Mr. Bond. No, to the right, to the right. <laughs> if all the love that I had was in my little finger, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you haven't seen what I can do with my little finger. I don't even know the whole scene, but you know what I'm talking about. 
happened to your accent? <laughs> I don't know either. I'm talking weird. You turned into the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> I'll give you my pity and you little dog too. <laughs> we'll have to see the wizard. <laughs> I was waiting. I'm like, we're 35 minutes in. We stay pretty well on topic. And then this is... <laughs> Now, does does this boat chase hold up? I mean, it's not going to hold up to live and let die, but you think that the chase is fun? Oh, look, it's yeah, it's no live and let die, but um, I still think it's it's good. I mean, I I don't have anything against kind of just the chases in this film at all. I mean, maybe the whole plane and the fucking car thing. Um, I love. Ugh, I don't. Um, but. Oh, here's our guy, the elephant kid. Oh, this is, this is, this is, I forgot about this. This is Bond is a real dick to kid in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sonny, I'm having this boat. <laughs> uh, we looked this kid up, didn't we? And we couldn't really find much about him. No. This is, I forgot about this in this, this movie. <laughs> you know what? You know what makes me really sad? Like, I used to watch this and I just got a laugh out of it. I thought, oh, the kid's an entrepreneur. Good on him. <laughs> Until I visited other countries in the world and realized you see this all the time and it's usually like homeless people and this is their only means of supporting their family. Like the five-year-old is supporting like his crippled mother. <laughs> and putting that into context, the fact that you got snooty old British man is just an absolute yeah. dick to I tell you what, Sonny. Uh, <laughs> Twenty thousand. <laughs> Bloody tourist. <laughs> this is what's funny about this is that. I was thinking to myself, like, do I even like this boat chase? Like, I'm struggling to remember what happens to the boat chase. All the good stuff are just these funny little bits. The chase is secondary. And when you're losing your shit, who just happens to show Wait, up? Did he just said brown water hog? Is that a racial slur? What does that oh, mean? Everything he says is a racial slur, let's be honest. <laughs> I just, it just reminds me of that, the, um, what is it, Everything or Nothing, the documentary when they're talking to Roger Moore about this and how he's just saying about, you know, oh, I had to push some kid in the water or something. Like that. <laughs> that has to be the greatest James Bond scene ever. <laughs> Bloody tourist! <laughs> how do you like my island? Look at him, he's like, he's oh, beaming, he's loving this. He's, he's so lonely great. on that island. He's like, I've got well, company. He had, that, he had that linebacker. Ours is the loneliest profession, you know, <laughs> which is why he's got his girlfriend and his, you know, servant there with him 24-7. He's so lonely. Yet Bond, on the other hand, you know, definitely the loneliest profession, yet he goes to all these glamorous countries, bangs yeah. all these women. <laughs> I want that, that dinner table scene of like, how lonely is our job? You know, it's just me, Nick-Nack, and my girlfriend. Oh, yes, I hate my job too. You know, traveling the world, yeah. banging all these women. <laughs> what if he finishes with Andrea and then Goodnight doesn't storm out on him, yeah. you know, and he gets it on with Goodnight. And then there's a scene five minutes later where he's cradling his face in his hands going, I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah, when... Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Garamanga and Bond get all these beautiful women. They're so lonely. <laughs> Lots of money. God, fuck you, James Bond, Garamanga. <laughs>
<laughs> Those of us who are lonely, but we don't get women and have money and get to travel the world for free. <laughs> Here's one of my other favorite characters is the background henchman here that keeps <laughs> creeping on good night. Can we find him on Twitter? Can he yeah, be our tweet of the We day? haven't tweeted anyone this episode. Uh, yeah. It's probably because everybody's dead. This is... <laughs> Don't tell me he's dead too. Um, <laughs> what? What's this guy's name? Creepy 70s porn star moustache guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure that's what he's built as. <laughs> sure he goes to all the conventions. <laughs> you look familiar. Yeah, I was creepy porn stash 70s moustache guy. <laughs> Man with the golden gun. No, 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 no. You were the cab driver in Live and Let Die. <laughs> I like here on, on uh, in, uh, I was about to say, um, Instagram, on IMDb, when you look at the cast list, you have Beirut Thug, uncredited, followed by Fat Beirut Thug, uncredited. <laughs> <laughs> Again, punched reaction. Just blew up my fucking plane, man. That's not cool. <laughs> Fuck you, Scaramanga. I'm going. <laughs> Screw you. It's like uh, from what's uh, what's um oh what's Chris Tucker's character in the Fifth Element? Things blowing up around oh, me. Rookie, bombs going up. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I love him. Oh, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I got no fire, man. I, I got no fire. You can match or something like that. Why don't I get the broken one? <laughs> can we cover that? <laughs> I went all positions. <laughs> Here, here's a question. Are there any famous characters named Colin? Um... I know that there's like famous actors, you know, like Colin... Feral and Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery, he's a good guy, Colin Mockery. I like him. Um, famous characters called Colin. Can we find one? Can we, instead of tweeting, can... Colin Bond. <laughs> <laughs> famous characters called Colin. <laughs> there must be one. First name Colin, famous birthdays, list of famous people named Colin. Ranker.com. Okay, I looked up famous Colin characters, and one of the ones that comes up with is Douglas Quaid, Total Recall. <laughs> totally. What's wrong with Google? Famous Colin, Douglas Quaid. <laughs> famous Collins. I've got famous Collins. Colin Farrell, Colin Firth, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Powell, Colin Greening, Colin Miller, Colin Quinn, Colin O'Donoghue. Um, Colin Hanks. Is that Tom Hanks's son? Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks' son. Yeah. Yep. Um... Okay, I've never heard of half of these other Colin. Yeah, I don't know. Colin people. Colin may refer to a number of notable people. Oh, hold on. There's a character in Love Actually named Colin Frizzle. He was the guy who went to America with his accent. Uh, yep. to... <laughs> there we Is go, it... the most famous Colin in literature. Well, here we go. Hang on. In fiction, Colin Creevy, fictional character from the Harry Potter series. Colin Craven, oh, fictional yeah. character from The Secret Garden. <laughs> That one was named after me, too. <laughs> and Colin Clout, fictional poetic folk figure, appearing first in the works of John Skelton and later in many works of Edmund Spencer, including his first major poetic work, The Shepherd's Calendar. See, were you in The Shepherd's Calendar? No, no. didn't think so. <laughs> but is it Colin Hilding? No, I'm Ben Waterworth, a wizard. Can I, can I just point out, we're now talking about 
the famous Collins in literature during our second of our Hall of Fame. It took us an hour and fifty minutes to go completely off topic in the most you know iconic <laughs> moments of the movie. Why is he so happy to see her all of a sudden? He's hated her all movie. <laughs> Why did he just say steady good night too? <laughs> like, it's not like she's like. It's not like she's like humping him like a dog or something. <laughs> she's standing there hugging <laughs> him. Would Come be on, insane. Good night, take it easy. James, it is- James, get off my leg. That's that's one of the things that I think is underrated about this movie. The dog as everybody groans and rolls their eyes, <laughs> but that this is one movie where Bond doesn't really care that much. Uh, and, and that sounds bad, but like he doesn't care that much about the Bond girl in the sense that he doesn't want to just get in bed with her. She kind of annoys him in a little way. And, and he annoys her too. They have- James Bond, the hashtag for this film is no fucks given. Yeah. Well, it's like they're, they both get on each other's nerves. It's such a realistic relationship. <laughs> Said from a man who's so in love in his marriage. <laughs> such a realistic on, relationship. They hate each other. You've been in at least one or two relationships in your 30 years. <laughs> Are you saying, you Colin? Must have... Are you saying that why I'm single? <laughs> oh, I'm saying that anybody has been in this position where the, the other person is like, you're like, just shut up already. <laughs> Again, why I'm single, I get to that point where it's like, I can't deal with this anymore. You won't shut up, mate. <laughs> you just run. You're like... <laughs> You're like Lieutenant Hip of relationships. <laughs> That's where Louise is. Louise is still waiting for me in a car somewhere. <laughs> ben will be back any minute now. <laughs> He's coming, I swear. <laughs> clang, clang, a lang, a lang, a lang, a lang, a lang. Nobody does it better. Ben, do you want to run through what people can pay us for? Absolutely. If they want a little bit more of 007. Okay, well, for the Ben Waterworth private account, if you pay me $1,000, I can continue my meth addiction as we've continued to talk. Was it crack? (laughs) I can't remember what my last addiction I made up was. Um... Drugs and hookers, that's all I want. No. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed now that we're not here to make money. I thought, oh, far out. Like, what am I doing? If, if, if enough people want to give, I'm sure we'll we'll pad our accounts a little bit, but it'll take a while to get there. <laughs> In all seriousness, we have three tiers, and because we are a James Bond podcast, of course we have named it after James Bond-related items. So for a measly $3 a month, that's it, that's $3, you can stop buying that coffee once a week and think, hey, Ben and Colin need that $3 because I listen to their show while I drink my coffee, so therefore they should have it. The Daniel Craig's Little Finger Tier, you get an exclusive bonus episode each month. So I know you're only getting like one or two at the moment, but we will record one just for you. And think about it, if you're the only person who gets this, You'll be the only person who gets it. Like, you'll have a private episode. It would be like, Chris Dixon, welcome to your episode. This month, Colin and I talk about Daniel Craig's little finger. Is it really worth (laughs) putting in orifices and things like that? We discuss exclusively for Chris Dixon. So that's big incentive right there. You also will have access to a private Facebook group to discuss everything James Bond with all of us. Like, we, even Noah, we will force him to talk James Bond with you. Like, we will mm-hmm. put a gun to his head. Noah, talk to Chris Dixon about James Bond right now. Uh, and you also get a personal shout-out 
on our website. Now, if that's not worth $3, nothing is. Uh, for $5 a month, the George Lazenby's Guts tier, which, let's be honest, sells itself, uh, you get all of those benefits, plus you also get to vote on a bonus episode of what you want to host. So, although you may get that exclusive one in the $3 a month, you, you don't get to choose. You just have to put up with what we talk about. We might get lazy. We might be like, welcome to 007. We're going to talk about Colin's children. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm paying $3 <laughs> for this crap. Um, but if you pay $5, you get to choose. You can say, I want you to talk about George Lazenby's guts this month. So there you go. You get to vote on that. You also get an exclusive signed photo of a James Bond actor by one of us. That's right. We will get a photo done of any James Bond actor you want, and you can choose one of us three to sign it, and we will send it to you. So if you've always wanted Mm -hmm. a George Lazenby photo signed by Colin Hilding, this is the tier for you. (laughs) And he will write whatever you want. He will fake the signature of George Lazenby to make it look real. Like, he can do that. Apparently, he's pretty good at that. And the best one, for $10 a month, the Pierce Brosnan's chest hair tier, (laughs) which is worth it. You get all of those benefits from the first tier. Plus, you get an entire episode brought to you by whatever you want. So, like, if you are out there and you run a small business, you run a, a printing company, and you've always wanted Johnny's Printing Company to be a sponsor of a podcast, we will gladly go into an episode. This episode brought to you by Johnny's Printing Company. But... If, for example, you are a big fan of, I don't know, Taylor Swift. I hate Taylor Swift. I will say that right now. But if you pay me $10 a month, I will gladly come on this episode and go, this episode brought to you by Ben Waterworth's fandom of Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. Like, you could make me say whatever you want within reason. I'm- you, if you if you are Chris Dixon and you want this episode brought to you by Chris Dixon's armpit hair, yes. we will say this episode brought to you by Chris Dixon's armpit hair. Exactly. Literally whatever you want. And Just you, your business, Taylor Swift, whatever you want. And if it's racist and inappropriate, we'll get Noah to read it because he's fine with that yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, you will also get a private Skype, Zoom or phone call every month with Myself, Colin, Noah, all of us, and you can talk about James Bond. Like, you get a private chat. What? Rob has a podcast, doesn't offer that. Rob's busy. He's got lots of shit to do, right? He, he doesn't have time. We're not busy. Well, we are, but <laughs> not as busy as Rob. So we've got the time to have a phone call with you. There you go. If you love us, you want to chat with us privately. Ben, you're an idiot because you like Die Another Day. Ben, you're great because you love Die Another Day. I don't know. Here you go. Uh, and you also get exclusive access to planned memorabilia releases in the future. Now, we're, we're planning this. If you listen to us on the Oz Network, download now via all good podcast platforms. You would have noticed that we've started a T-shirt line. It's selling through the roof. We've sold one. It's great. Um, <laughs> two. We, t- 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 two. Shit. <laughs> we can retire. Fuck Patreon. We're, we're rich on, on, double, on, on the Oz Network. <laughs> what, what is our countdown word going to be? What's our Q word? I think I just said it. Egyptian drivers. No. <laughs> Did I don't know if you can hear Casper's. Did he just... He's very animated. <laughs> what was his suggestion? Uh, I think it's. I think it's. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm happy with that. Okay, it's gonna be three, two, one. Okay, actually, just okay. Colin. Before you do, I just, well, just really quickly, I feel really rude actually, just interrupting you here. But I also feel very rude that we haven't checked in with our, our good friend who kind of joins us now. Oh, on hold these on. Episodes. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> 
don't don't let me forget. Okay. Um, so as we're getting ready to do this commentary, uh, Pierce, Pierce, are you there? I don't want to have to do this ever again. Really. He doesn't want to be here. Why okay. does he never want to be here? Like, okay. Oh. Uh, Pierce, uh, are you a fan of Roger Moore? Are you excited to cover the greatest James Bond film, uh, even though it's not a Pierce Brosnan movie? Shirley Bassey. Hmm? You want Shirley Bassey instead. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> sure. That's the next film. She comes back for the next film, Pierce, but thank you. Yep. Thank you, as always, Pierce, for dropping it. <laughs> yep. Oh, hang on. What? I don't know what that... What was that ding sound? Yeah, I don't know what that dinging sound is either. Oh, okay. Oh, uh... Yeah, no, that must have been Casper in the background as well. Okay, Possibly. sorry about that. Sorry to interrupt nap time, Pierce. All right. uh, we will continue on with Spy Who Loved Me here. You still okay. Are you awake? Hang on. Wake up. We're, we're, we're awake, Pierce. Why are you telling us to wake yes. up? What are you talking Yes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Pierce! <laughs> Just... Are you okay? <laughs> I don't think he's okay. <laughs> Can we start a hashtag free Pierce campaign? Like, I think there's some things to be concerned about with Pierce. I, 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 want, I want that T-shirt. Put it on a T-shirt. There we go. <laughs> yep. Um, what is it? Three, two, one. Okay, yep, something like that, right? That's to me. All right. Okay, and three, two, one. I heard your line. Oh, that's what Casper was doing. He was doing the lion roar. <laughs> Does, has Roger Moore always had that giant mole on his face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it developed over the years. I don't know. <laughs> Even the editing there, kind of the quick cut to him back. And then... <laughs> That's what Idris Elba and Fatboy Slim sounded like over the weekend. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I want him to be Bond now just so we can say, hey, remember that time James Bond did a DJ set with Fatboy Slim? <laughs> That's something Roger Moore would have done. Quite illuminating set you've got there, Fatboy. <laughs> right about now, the <laughs> Funk Soul Brother. Well, Bond connection to Fat Boys. He must like Bond because Christopher Walken, of course, was in the uh, film clip for yeah. Weapon of Choice. One of the best film yeah. clips ever. I still don't think anybody's invented invisibility as technology. I, <laughs> I think that's where it gets very sci-fi. I will say, Colin, you are incorrect because I was actually reading something uh, at some point saying no, that... No, see, I already know you're making that up because you don't read. <laughs> I was watching a YouTube video... Um, that there was uh, <laughs> development, there was attempting, and I've just Googled it here, Mercedes in 2012 uh, had invented a slight illusion. Um, so, although that was a publicity stunt, hang on. There was definitely... <laughs> no, wait, no, wait, that was fake. <laughs> there, there, there was, no, I definitely read. I love... Hang the, on. The, the confidence you had... Oh, all contraire, Colin. In 2012, <laughs> I was reading, which, by the way, <laughs> doesn't happen. And they did it. They cracked it. They made an invisible car. No way, that wasn't real. At least I'm man enough to admit my mistakes. Um, <laughs> there, no, I'm swear. I swear, there was something that they did. Like somebody looked into it or something. I'm gonna find this. <laughs> 
I know I'm I know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I, I know I'm telling the truth. It's going to happen one day. We're, we're going to be like 80 years old on our deathbeds and there's going to be an invisible cut and I'm going to be like, told you so. Just like the article I read in 2012. And gene sequencing would have been a thing by then. <laughs> <laughs> All the red dressed henchmen. Oh, so good. Imagine being one of them. Again, like, you could have just been a, a caterer on set, and they're like, oh, Johnny, we need you. And there you are. Like, you could always say, I was in a Bond movie. You go, there I am. I'm the guy with the silver hat on next to the yellow life ring. Yeah, you know, we will even sign a photo of yeah. silver guy next to the yellow life ring yep. signed by either Ben Waterworth or Colin Hilton. Absolutely. We will. We, we, we will do whatever you want us to do if you want to give us money. We will even do Barbara Bach. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. That, um, <laughs> better ask Ringo first. I'm not sure how he'll feel about that. Jamie and Mallory might also have something to say about it, but bugger it. If we're getting money, they'll understand. Exactly. It's for a good cause. It's for a great cause. <laughs> I feel like one of those ads where it's kind of like, are you sad of little kids starving in Africa? then all you need to do is make us do Barbara Bark and we will save <laughs> little Frank in Sierra Leone from... <laughs> <laughs> Frank is his name. <laughs> I was going to go with like an African-sounding name, but you would say I was racist, so I just went with Frank. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Whatever Sierra Leonean is for Frank. By doing Barbara Bark, you will be saving the lives of some young innocent child. For only two dollars a day, you can <laughs> you can do Barbara Bach. <laughs> we know it's asking for much, but please think of the children. Like Shane Rimmer was the rent to yank Barbara Box, like the rent a box. <laughs> There's the episode title: Rent a box. <laughs> Better than Steve Biscuits. I love that we, you know, we come up with the episode titles after the fact. Usually, <laughs> I wonder, like the people who actually listen to this, <laughs> if they, they're just like, I got to get through this two and a half hours. What is Rent a Bach? And then they hear it, they're like, Ah, oh, I get it now. One eight hundred Rent a Bach. Rent a Bach, Bach, Rent a Rent a Bach, Bach, Rent your Bach, Bach now, yeah. What was that jingle we were singing off the air? Wait, plug it in, plug it in. Rent, rent a bark, bark, rent a bark. <laughs> Do you hate Ringo Starr? Then rent a bark. <laughs> Are you sad that George Harrison died before Ringo Starr? Then rent a bark. I love his Have you logo. Have looking for that You've been looking at a special kind of woman who likes a hairy back. Then rent a bark. That logo behind Stromberg there is just some ugly looking fish. <laughs> oh, takes a hat off, punches him. See, if you Got rent hair. a bark and you lose your hat, <laughs> then you can get her to punch someone too. It's not always about sex with rent a bark. You're right, that is a fish. I never even realized that. <laughs> I want that on a t shirt. <laughs> Checkered fish. Checkered fish t-shirt. If you give us $5 a month, you will get a checkered fish t-shirt. You know, we've we've got a t one of those t-shirts for the highest tier now. 1-800-RENT-A-BUCK. 
<laughs> I just want a starving, like, African child on a poster with, like, world vision <laughs> rent a bark. <laughs> you know in the fifth element when she falls in the back of the cab and she says, please help. Like, yeah. that's what I want to see, a picture of Barbara Bar- rent a bark. <laughs> I love this big giant room where they're just having a sleep out. Like they've got all their little <laughs> little sleeping bags ready to go. Reading each other's hair. So, Timmy, what did you think of the game on the weekend? I don't know why Timmy sounds like that, but well that wasn't Timmy, that was I don't know who that was. Shut that was, up. That was Frank. Shut up, Ben. I'm so hungry. <laughs> if only someone would rent a bark. <laughs> What if these kids in Africa just sit around going, oh, World Vision, somebody sponsor me? That's probably a really horrible Jamie, thing to say, Ben, but I don't know how it works. Like, they, they, Jamie and I sponsor a kid now. Oh, do you? Is it one of your not own? World, it's not through World Vision, but um, they say things like, you know, you can write them letters and they really like getting letters and stuff like that. I'm like, Jamie, Jamie's the one who insisted on getting this. Uh, she's the one who wanted to rent rent a Frank, uh, <laughs> Frank. but uh, she still hasn't written him a letter, so I'm going to give her a hard time. Come about on, that. Jamie, rent your kid a letter. Rent your kid a letter. <laughs> write your kid a letter. Rent him one too. Rent out one and then write it. I always wanted to do one of those ones where you like adopted a tiger. <laughs> Is that a thing? You like you pay like ten bucks a month and it saves like a tiger or something in Nepal or something, and you get a little stuffed tiger. And then you get a photo of your tiger every month. Oh, I want to, I want to like stuffed Frank. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> oh, if, you, if you really want to get more money, World Vision, you'll start giving away plush versions of the kids you sponsor. <laughs> so, oh sponsor a child today, and we will send you a Funko Pop of your child. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's an idea. <laughs> little little African Funko Pop sitting on your desk. Who's that? Oh, just Frank. <laughs> Funko Frank. Funko Frank. Wow. Jeez. I like the idea. That took a turn for a path I wasn't expecting, but okay. <laughs> Stuffed Frank. Well, we got this epic action sequence here. Plutonium. You mean it's not gonna blow? I can stop it. He had a lot of guts. And then there was silence as we watched the movie for once. This is gonna be like a golf game now. <laughs> Colin and Ben have nothing <laughs> to add. <laughs> Colin quirps with a slight little remark there. He'll be very impressed with what he just said. The audience listening would have had a slight little chuckle. How will Colin follow this up? If you're quiet enough, you may hear the babies having a bath in the other room. Hilarious quip there from Colin Hilding. Reference to his children. Always a good one there to go to. Great fallback from Colin Hilding. <laughs> And for $30 a month, you can get your own plush version of Colin's children mailed to you <laughs> part of the Patreon membership with 007. There's a reason why I don't sponsor children and that. Nobody wants me to have a plush version of a child. <laughs> ben, 
following up Colin's quip there with a hilarious little joke about him being a pedophile. Classic humour never fails. We should start doing commentaries on our commentaries. That was Noah's racist remark edited out for content. (laughs) Noah's here the whole time. We've just cut everything he said. Every episode, he really is. You just don't realize it. You should have heard what he was saying about the Egyptian people before. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Can we recut this with a different theme music? You're like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and look, they're actually running through fire. Like, you're just missing your opportunities here. There's overdramatic grenade throw again. That guy barely even moved. It was like somebody pushed him. It's like, Johnny, act. You've got a grenade going off near you. Okay. Ah. <laughs> it is funny, oh. Casper. Yeah, that's that's uh, Remy now. Oh, sorry, Remy. <laughs> Jamie came into the middle of my recording studio to change his diaper. <laughs> Does it smell? Well, he just had a bath, so. Oh, so Jamie's here. Is this random Jamie quip of the week? Yeah, <laughs> Jamie, do you want to tell us about which shirtless guy we should be talking about today? Well, right now I'm looking at Casey. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, your own oh, son, Jamie. You need I got help. The twin wrong. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I thought this was Remy. <laughs> don't even. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on. I'm worried here. Colin doesn't know his children apart, and Jamie's so into shirtless men, she's checking out her own son. What is going on in Winnipeg right hey, now? In my defense, they're identical twins, Ben. <laughs> Well, in all fairness, I don't even remember the name of your other two children half the time. <laughs> Doesn't one of them have Bond as a middle name? That's Casey. That's the one who you're hearing right now. Casey Edward Bond. And Remy Malik Hilding. <laughs> Remy William Lennox. Lennox. Named after the great Canadian gold medalist Lennox Lewis. Oh, there you go. Didn't go with Ben Johnson? No, <laughs> I went with the other pride of the 1988 Olympics Donovan? for Canada. Not Donovan Bailey? <laughs> I, I pitched a lot of Olympic names as well as a lot of Bond names. I'm not even joking. I, I pitched to Jamie, like, you know, what about Trevelyan as a middle name? What about Goldfinger? Yeah, and, and I think I mentioned this before. If it was a girl, uh, one of our twins was going to be named Vesper Lind Hilding. Oh, great. Another twin's here. <laughs> Oh, can my home studio just be off limits for diapers? Colin's such a great father. <laughs> don't know the name of my kids. I'll grant another one's here. <laughs> I know their names. I just don't remember which one is which, Ben. <laughs> just draw on them. Like, put a permanent dot on their head or something like that. You know, it, it's funny because uh, my brother has twin girls, and um, the only way you could tell them apart is that they both have blue eyes, but one has, like, a brown spot in the middle of the blue part of her eye. And then I've got... There's several other people I know who are twins or who have twins, and there's always like one distinguishing feature. The only distinguishing feature between my kids is that Remy's head is bigger than Casey's. <laughs> so he's the smart one. Well, <laughs> not really. <laughs> calling your kid dumb now, okay? That's it. Dumb. He's just. Even <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's standing up for I didn't call him. Dumb, Jamie. You're the one who, from birth, you're like, I think Casey's going to end up being the smartest of the kids. I'm just echoing your opinion, Jamie. My baby, my baby, great. My baby, my baby. So you can hear more of this on Patreon.com by paying us $10 a month is what we're asking for. 
As we, <laughs> Thank you for the sneak preview, Jamie. As, what people are not going to be paying us money for. We're going to play the brand new game, Which Child Is This? Featuring Colin Hilding, guessing yes, his children. Twin. <laughs> the twin is right. Wheel of <laughs> Twin. Oh, if you want to hear a funny moment related to James Bond's Judy Dench, listen to our <laughs> recap of Get Shorty. Was that Get Shorty? It was, yeah. We love Judy. <laughs> so, uh, Colin, if you're listening, you're going to watch along. Uh, any of our other listeners will count you down from the Lion, Amazon's MGM Lion, uh, Three, two, one, and then I'll blast off. We'll click play, and together we'll watch Moonraker 1979 together and have a lot of fun because it's Roger Moore and we love Roger Moore and rest in peace. Very illuminating. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do Very illuminating. <laughs> I didn't think people would commentate about me even after I died. <laughs> but we're here at 2 a.m. in the morning oh, on a Saturday why? night to talk about Roger Moore. Why? Okay. Yeah, great question. And we'll be saying why a lot in this film. So. Oh, yep. All right, let's do it. Okay, this. you ready? I'm ready. Okay, we're going to count down. Three, two, one. Last off. Who is he? <laughs> What's he doing there? <laughs> yeah, this scene is so cringy. This is a whole of shame moment. Okay, I'm telling you now, this... If you wanted this film to go full on just shit pile, I know the song doesn't come out for another few years because it's an 80s song, but you need to dub over Dead or Alive, You Spin Me Right Round, Babe. Like, if you, if this was an 80s movie, I would buy it. I buy California Girls in A View to a Kill. I weirdly love that. This is where I want you spin me right round, baby, right round. I just want. I want to be on set for this. Okay, Roger, you're being spun. You're being spun faster. You're in a bit of danger. Okay, that's it. Yeah, we're going to blow a fan on your lips. That's it. And now, remember the watch. You're happy. <laughs> that's Roger Moore's heartbreak of, like, why I'm in this movie. Look at his oh face. I know Are we talked thinking- a lot... We, we, we love the Jaws face in this movie when he goes over the waterfall, but that's up there. Like, Roger Moore's face. <laughs> Roger Moore's having a stroke. <laughs> He's just thinking, like, I just did Spy Love Me, one of the best bomb films ever. This is where I really do oh. hope that No Time to Die is Daniel Craig's, like, Die Another Day Moonraker. or <laughs> Moonraker. Like, I want them to just go batshit crazy with No Time to Die. Yeah, Daniel Craig needs a bad Bond film. Yeah, we get a flashback to something we saw 10 minutes ago. It's oh, the most Chang looks so sad. <laughs> like, Chang should be like, grrr, but he's like, oh. You know, Roger Moore is my favourite Bond. He can't kiss. I, I was thinking that at the beginning when he was kissing that woman. He he's was kissing his dog. That's- it, it always looks like he's sucking the life out of the girl. Well, that's what I used to do, like, with mum and dad when I was little, because, like, um... Oh, oh, what? <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. 
Yeah. <laughs> we used to just make oh, out. God. It was just it was do the Waterworth. Do, do I need to call someone, Ben? Are you okay? <laughs> Sunday night at the Waterworth residence. Let's all make out. Um, I used to say to my mum and dad, like, movie kiss, movie kiss, and they would do like the forties or the fifties kiss, where like you know, like yeah. now they make out the movie. Forties, fifties, they kind of just put their lips on each other and gently move their head to the left and uh, right. That's what Roger Moore did. And she's hot as well, but he just looks like he's trying to suck her soul. I, I would I would go out on a limb and say again, I'm I'm definitely team Roger Moore now, but if we had to rank the Worst Bonds Well, I was gonna say Bonds in bed, Roger Moore's yeah, crap in bed. Yeah. Like Roger and Moore even before he got old and that's not Roger Moore would pump in twice and he'd be done. Ooh, that was illuminating. Whereas like you know, yeah. you know Daniel Craig's just hard and rough and goes to town. Pierce is a bit kinky and a bit sensual. Dalton's angry. He just he's kind of Craigish, but he also yeah. smiles during it. Connery's a it's kinky Connery. motherfucker. Connery just he's into whips and chains. Yeah, it's Connery. And, oh, so but it's, it's weird the to, to think that like Laserby, you'd probably oh, go to Laserby. Bed, but Laserby, like that's. Well, you watched the Becoming Bond. Laserby's a slut. Yeah, <laughs> Laserby's having threesomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably want to say Connery, Laserby. Like, you know, you don't want to go to bed with that. Okay, that's a bit scary. Uh, I think Laserby's the type of guy who's he's 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 just ticking. He's he's good in a notch on the bed. He's like looking at himself in the mirror, going, "Yeah, fucking, I'm oh, Bond. Yeah. I'm getting laid." You know. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Connery. Craig, Craig, you just bring a block of cheese to bed. <laughs> Connor, I think Connery will at least pretend to be interested. Oh, you just, you'd listen. I want to put some change on you. On your pussy. <laughs> Drax looks really, like, again, Chang looks sad. Now Drax genuinely looks sad. You just killed Nathan, <laughs> not Nathan. Really sad. Like, who is my friend? <laughs> we were going to go for dinner tonight. That's what I laugh about this scene, though, because he says, "Did I miss?" But he literally just killed someone out of the blue. Like, that's the gardener. That's probably his dad. That's <laughs> my dad, Austin. That's my mother. I don't know if you believe in heaven, but like. Do you think like Roger Moore and Richard Keel or whatever his name is, like, you know, oh. Roger dies? Hello, Richard. Hello, Mr. Bond. <laughs> you know, I don't believe in heaven, but after you said that, I kind of I like to think I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ben, I don't believe it's in heaven. Really but lovely. After that, I think I might do. You're making me tear up. Yeah, I, love, I love the thing that Roger and Richard have reunited. Sean Connery rocks up. Hello. What are you two doing? Hello. <laughs> you thought I would never come, but I'm here. Where's the pussy? Roger, you fucking wanker. <laughs> Octopussy was <laughs> shit. You took my job. Never say never again was better, you <laughs> bastard. I'd never say never again. <laughs> I don't agree with you, Sean. Roger, why didn't you do the for much of a love video game? <laughs> The, the man who haunted himself was shit. Oh, and Zardoz was any better? <laughs> Roger, where's George? He'll be joining us soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm sick. I've got to go. 
No. Is it? This is a morbid thought, but we're we're all. I mean, Colin's gone, but you and me are quite young. Isn't it a morbid thought that we're probably going to outlive all the current Bonds that are oh, alive? You've right? just killed one of us now. I mean, yeah, Dalton's gone. Well, Dalton's in his seventies. Lazenby's in his eighties. Pierce is in his late sixties by now, surely. Um, yeah, isn't it weird to think in the next 30 years they're all be gone? Oh, I don't like talking about this. We were just talking about this off air. This is how we killed Roger Moore. Innocent conversation in a commentary and Bobby's dead. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and fucking Lazenby's dead. <laughs> Oh, my God. Again, all we need is one scene where Q's like a typical hovercraft. Like, explain it. I, this Okay, one thing and that this just reminds me react? of. This just reminds me of our recap <laughs> with Colin, when Colin started playing this music. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> so stupid. Where's... <laughs> ah, no. And the dog. We never <laughs> mentioned the double tape dog. I just. Why does the like, double take dog candy <laughs> reference? <laughs> who, who's thought of putting a double take? Like, it just makes no sense. On top of, like, I don't know that, what is worse is double take pigeon or. The thing is, we have all these extensive Bond, like, documentaries and that we've never got to the. the the truth of the double tick pitch. Can we, like, you know how you have these true crime podcasts? Actually, before I say this, why, the thing I too I hate about that scene is it like, it starts going like, dun, 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 and it just stops. And then we're just straight into darkness. It's just weird. Um, You know how there's those true crime podcasts and they're all like, who killed Noah Grove? We will have a 10 part series as we talk <laughs> to people who murdered Noah. Like, we need to start the true crime James Bond podcast of the double take pigeon. We finally who, get to who the truth. The who thought this? So what, what would you're Ian Fleming is, think? We should start. You're basically saying we should start a podcast? Yeah, I think we should start a podcast, Noah. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> idea. I've always wanted to do one. People frown at me. They look at me and go, oh. Ben, he's that one. Well, when my baby frowns at me, I'll go to Brio. I love how these jokes are really hitting the mark tonight. Uh, <laughs> Colin, <laughs> Colin would be laughing right now. She's got a weird, like, forehead. That's what we're missing. We're, we're missing Colin laughing in the background. I just want to, if I had the time and I could be bothered, I'd go back and find a clip of Colin laughing and just add it as a laugh track every time. Oh, done it. Just it <laughs> Bugger it. Let's do it. From now on, we're going to okay, tell a joke you... and I'm going to find a laugh track from Colin. Hey, Colin, <laughs> did you, Colin. <laughs> what, do, what do you think of that joke that I would just said? <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, I agree, Colin. <laughs> tell another joke, Noah. Now, Let's hear Colin laughing. You... Uh, knock knock. Who's the James Bond Junior? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm oh, thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Oh. I know that you are not a big fan of this film, but you, 
oh my god, they're creepy. But you gotta give it to this carnival scene. That's it's cool. Detailed. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Colin was laughing at that woman. I don't know why Colin so was laughing creepy. at that woman. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what are you doing? <laughs> Take a step back, Colin. Colin, I know you're a bit old in the It's like a random baby. shirtless guy <laughs> just dancing in the street there. Well, I love this since we already had the horror movie, but this is like Halloween 2.0 here. It's so are creepy. Are you afraid of clowns? No, I never got that thing. Like, yeah. I've seen octopusy clowns and not scary. I don't get people who are afraid of clowns. I mean, that's but this is scary. Like, this is one of the <laughs> creepiest things in Bond. <laughs> Why is Colin laughing at that? I don't get it. Like Colin, <laughs> we're not afraid of clowns. It's not a joke, Colin. <laughs> Colin, stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He just won't stop laughing. He's just going on and on and on. Look at that man. I'm calling that man not funny. Oh he was. I love that scene where he starts dancing with him. You never would have thought when you saw Spy Love Me that, oh yeah, next film, Jaws will be dancing with some gay Brazilians. Did you say gay Brazilians? Are they at the Mardi Gras? It's kind of ours. Mardi Gras. It's just a dance. Well, it's pretty gay. (laughs) 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 Noah talks about his thoughts on Brazilian culture. It's pretty gay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Colin was the one who was laughing the most of us. (laughs) I think I... (laughs) I think we've got a new sound clip now what for future episodes. <laughs> from, now oh, on, from now on. Noah, what do you think of of Moonraker? Pretty gay. Okay, it's pretty gay, alright. <laughs> I thought Carnival was a gay thing. I didn't know. <laughs> it's not a gay thing, Noah, but Is um, it not? it's not. Carnival's just like Brazilians are happy, they dance. It's, there's so many boobs in Carnival. Oh. It's totally not gay. Well, I thought they were okay with the boobs because they were gay. <laughs> oh, can that be our episode title? I thought they were okay with the boobs because they were gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> Noddy still an anus to me. I thought they oh. were okay with the boobs because they were gay. <laughs> I didn't... I'm not like trying to make a joke out of this. I genuinely thought Carnival was like a Mardi Gras sort of gay thing. I didn't know. <laughs> I love I'm how not like into Brazil. I really love how like we've we've had this long ongoing joke that you're racist and can't get a date. When I think we really need to be like, no, I was actually a homophobe. I thought it was a gay thing. <laughs> oh no, it's anti-homophobe. I thought, oh yeah, it's anti-homophobe. Yeah, I thought it was a progressive gay scene. <laughs> Why is Colin laughing at all of this? I don't get it. Yeah, because he's the homophobe. He is, actually. <laughs> he doesn't approve of yours, <laughs> my relationship. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs>
He frowned upon our trip around Tasmania. (laughs) I thought that was a gay thing. People only travel around Tasmania. That's pretty gay. I thought it was a gay thing. I thought it was a gay thing. No, this is a stunning location. Stunning. (laughs) I thought it was a gay thing. Yeah, this is a gay location. You're not going to remember doing this commentary and you're all of a sudden going to listen to an episode of the future where you're going to be like, oh, that's pretty gay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a good thing. I'm going to get into trouble. People are going to call me a homophobe. Like they call me a racist when you said ghetto. I got called the racist. It's not homophobic to say it was gay. It's just saying, oh, yeah, it was happy and fun. 1950s gay. Like kookaburra sits on the, the, you know, the old gum tree laughing gay as he can be. Is this Debo? Yeah. it Crack that whip. Everywhere you dip. See, again, Maybe 80s soundtrack makes this movie. Music. This makes this movie better. We want, like, 80s soundtrack. Wouldn't have they got a good movie? With it. In the shape. Deeper. Get up. With it. With it. When a problem comes along, you must whip it. Good. 80s. When Jaws comes along, you must whip it. Are you are you are you an eighties music fan, Mister Old School Hipster? It's not my favorite decade for music, but over the past few years, I've been coming around on the eighties. I reckon eighties is probably either my favorite or second uh, favorite. I'm a seventies guy, but I'm coming around on the eighties. I've never been much a seventies. I'm definitely an eighties and a nineties. Early 90s dance music, pretty good. Late 90s pop, pretty good. But 80s, just as a decade, pretty bloody good. I mean, terrible, but kind of good in a terrible way. But that's the beauty of it. It's so bad, it's good. These sequences, location-wise, are amazing, but also Rich Kill's facial acting is just so good. Leaving Roger Moore there. A little bit of a... I think Devo doing the Moonraker thing would have been great. <laughs> when a Moonraker comes along, you must catch it. When it flies into space, you must yeah. fly it. So get on. Now I think Here we go. The, Here we go, Noah. Hang on. His face. Oh, you ready for the it? Jaws. You ready for it? Get ready oh. for it. <laughs> that looks really bad. <laughs> Here we go. didn't we all have that as our skype profile picture yeah richard kill we need to bring back your red pubed girlfriend all of a sudden no we don't need to do that how is she by the way how is emily I've not talked to her in about 10 years, but if she's I a Moonraker bring, fan... I can bring back Emily into com- daily conversation. No, huh? no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's in a relationship. Ah, oh, damn it. 
Doesn't stop some women. <laughs> Doesn't stop Roger Moore. Oh, Roger Moore's faithful. Come on, Noah. You know Roger Moore never stopped. Oh, yeah. He was, was didn't he? Yeah. Like, he was very faithful, wasn't he? I, 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 like, Roger Moore's the type of person who, like, you know, we go back to Lazenby, like, he just got all the tail he wanted because he lived up to being Bond. Roger Moore would have all these women flinging underwear at him. Ah, James Bond! Oh, no, no I can't. I'm quite loyal to Mrs. Moore. <laughs> I love my wife. Who, he, was he married? Surely he was married. As yeah, if Roger he Moore was wasn't married. married. Okay, he was married him. four times. Wow. Yeah, I think one of his wife left him or abused him or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. <laughs> Colin, stop laughing. Colin, it's not funny. <laughs> abuse isn't funny but it's just the way you said it you're like I think one of them left him or abused him so he was married to Dawn Van Stein for seven years to oh, Dorothy the... well maybe he did step out on Dawn because Dawn he divorced Dawn in 1953 and then married Dorothy Squires in 1953 Divorced okay. in 1968, then Louisa Mattiola, 1969 to 1996. Quite a long marriage that one was. And then Christina Sol Solstrup, married in 2002. So he's he, she's Felicia. the widow. Yeah. Oh, Roger. Four, four times? He died in Switzerland. Oh, interesting. He lived there, didn't he? Well, he died there. He was a tax exile. I don't want to pay my taxes. Oh, Roger Moore left his second wife, Dorothy Squires, because she got caught drunk driving. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way Roger Moore I can't be stupid to you anymore. He was unable to marry legally until Squires agreed to a divorce, the day on which Squires was convicted of drunk driving. I can't do this. Wow. That is so Roger Moore. Dorothy Squires was a Welsh singer. Oh, Shirley Bassey. (laughs) There's one. You know how much I love this film that I'm reading about Dorothy Squires rather than watching James Bond going into space. (laughs) What did Dorothy Squires do? What was her famous song? Um, Whip it. <laughs> whip it, whip it good. Uh, the Gypsy, A Tree in the Meadow, and I'm Walking Behind You. And say oh, it yeah, with flowers. The gypsy. I remember it well. I, I love that the, the men get Devo, but the women have to do like short skirt gratuitous. I love how, like on Wikipedia, in later life, she filed multiple frivolous lawsuits. She was banned from the High Court by 1982 <laughs> and formally declared a vexatious litigant from 1987 who needed the court's oh permission God. to file any cases. The legal expenses ultimately led to her bankruptcy. She just sued everyone. <laughs> Dorothy, In 1974, her mansion burnt down, from which she escaped with her, <laughs> she escaped with her dog. Stop laughing, Colin. And her love letters from Roger Moore. <laughs> my house is burning down. Get the dog and my love letters. Get the letters. <laughs> Colin finds out Dorothy, very funny. I love you. Dorothy, dear Dorothy. 
I love you. You're an illuminating woman. Dorothy, run. She then moved into a house next to the River Thames, which flooded three weeks later. (laughs) Bad luck squires, they called her. In 1982, she'd been banned from the High Court, having spent much of her fortune at legal fees. Her numerous lawsuits declared her blah, 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 preventing her actions. Following bankruptcy, she lost a home in Bray, to which she returned the following night to recover her love letters from Morrigan. <laughs> her last concert in 1990 was to pay for community college. Squires was provided a home in Tre- Trebanog, Rhonda, South Wales, by a fan. Squires retired by becoming a cluse and died in 1998 of lung cancer, where she saved her love letters from Roger Moore. <laughs> She sounds awful. Yeah, good on you, Roger, for getting rid of her. Yes, yeah, she, she sounds like a crazy ex-girlfriend, so he, he was good to get rid of her. Hot people don't make good-looking babies. Like, ugly people make good-looking babies. Have you seen, like, Angelina Jolie's You're telling yourself that. My parents were ugly as. Look at me. <laughs> I've seen your parents. They're pretty attractive. Yeah, that's what went wrong. I don't think that's true. I don't know if I'm ugly babies. That sounds like you're telling yourself. I mean, I haven't seen Angelina Jolie's and Brad Pitt's children grow up yet. They're still like eight, so that's too old for me. Are they all adopted? I think they have a real kid. Isn't Shiloh their actual child? No, Ben, you can't say real kids. (laughs) Well, I mean, like... That's not not what works. Oh, comes a person who's everything gay in this episode. Gay is a good thing. I'm not saying gay is not a good thing. Gay is a great thing. I wish I was gay sometimes. Uh, <laughs> well, you should go to Rio. <laughs> well, they're okay with boobs because they're gay. So, you know. You can't say real child. You have to say birth child. What is with you and your wokeness? Can't say real child. Oh, you can't. That's rude. How is that rude? Because the others are real children. Well, they're they're children of reality, but they're not their children. They (laughs) bought them. That's like a Devo album. (laughs) It was. It was a really good album. Children of reality. They just walked into, like, Malawi and were like, I'll have that one. Like, that's what they did. They're real. Well, I'm real, but this podcast isn't because no one's listening to it. Except for Colin. <laughs> oh, he laughed at that. Yeah, that wasn't that funny, Colin. Let's, let's test this out. I want to test Colin's sick. Like, we say that you're sick, Noah. Like, let's try this out. Cancer. <laughs> Colin. Oh, oh my God, Colin. AIDS. <laughs> Colin. That's Colin. No, no, no. Jesus Christ. Rape. <laughs> Colin. Colin. Oh my God. No. Just, Colin. Just stop it, Colin. I know. I know that that was kind of humour back in the forties, Colin. Come on. <laughs> What, what would Roger Moore's quoting Star Wars be? Like, what are some other... I hate them. I hate them all. 
I men, killed all of them. Uh, the women. The men. And the the children women. Too. Children. It's all everyone's fault. I don't I like sand. <laughs> it's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Would you tell Luke? Is that who you tell? <laughs> Misa called Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to buy some death sticks? <laughs> oh, now that would have been a great cameo. If he was, uh, would you like I don't to want to sell you death sticks. I want to go you home and rethink. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> Luke. Luke, would you like some blue milk, Luke? Dagobah system. Ben, Ben, Dagobah system. I love you. I know. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I know. <laughs> All those famous um, fin lines. Ray. 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 <laughs> Ray. What, what, what was the Chinese girl who showed up later? Like? Oh, uh, stupid God, Rose. Rose! Rose! Don't, don't you love how right now we're trying to think of famous quotes from the sequel trilogy and we can't think of any famous quotes from the sequel? So far we've come up with Ray and Rose. <laughs> how sad. Anakin. <laughs> oh, that was Qui-Gon. That wasn't even trying. <laughs> I don't condone a course of action that will lead us to war. <laughs> that is, that, did you say that Natalie Portman is in Hobart, right? You're like the third person to tell me that. I apparently don't know this, that she's here. <laughs> yeah, well, I totally pictured when I read that. I'm like, oh, my God. Ben's you can, on the program. You can, you can totally tell that I'm in my own little world right now, that even like my future wife is here and I'm not even here looking for her. She apparently is like looking for a house in Australia. So maybe she she could be my fucking neighbour. I'm gonna like go out and check them out tomorrow. <laughs> Morning, Natalie. Hello, Nat. <laughs> Morning, Nat. There you go. How's babes? Cool. Want to come on the show? We can talk about sand. <laughs> yeah, like Natalie's moving in. Oh, uh, I just want Roger Moore quote Star Wars. Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> You are the chosen one. You were sent to destroy the Sith, not to become one. In my mind, the Jedi are the evil. You were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> Luke, Leia, they're Obi still Wan good in him. That's a name I've not gone by in a long time. Jaws, you obey me. <laughs> yeah, this is the Jaws turn. What's his big lump on his head? Jaws. Jaws. Oh, look at his ass. Whoa. Dolly is pretty attractive. No, I don't see. I see six-year-old. Six-year-old had boobs like that when I was in school. <laughs> Colin, stop laughing. Colin, you dirty pervert. Colin, pedophilia. <laughs> Yeah, you dirty bastard. Oh, Colin. Drax, Drax has a bit of a monobrow going on. All right, I'm going to tell the funniest joke in this podcast. Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, see, even you're laughing at your own team, Colin.
No, I don't forget that joke. Ah, that's cool. The rock is still alive every time I rhyme. Forever, ever, forever, ever, 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 ever. Close your eyes and imagine, feel the magic. Vegas on acid, seen through East Saint Laurent glasses, and I've realized that I've arrived 'cause it takes more than a magazine to kill my vibe. Does he write his own rhymes? Sort of, I thank 'em. That mean I forgot better shit than you ever thought of. Damn, is he really that caught up? I ask if you talking about classes. Do my name get brought up? I remember I couldn't afford a Ford Escort. I even a Ford Track Recorder. So it's only right that I let the top drop on a drop top Porsche. For yourself, that's important. If your stripper named Porsche and you get tips from any man, then your fat friend, her nickname is Minivan. Excuse me, that's just a henny man. I smoke, I drink, I'm supposed to stop, I can't because. Throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe. The rock is still alive every time I rhyme. Couldn't nobody cure me? Only player that got robbed and kept all his jewelry. Lisa Keys tried to talk some sense in him. Thirty minutes later, seen there's no convincing him. What more could you ask for? The international asshole who complain about when he is old and throw a tantrum like he is three years old. You gotta love it though. Somebody still speak from his soul. And wasn't changed by the change or the game or the fame. When he came in the game, he made his own lane. Now all I need is y'all to pronounce my name as Kanye, but some of my plastic still say Kane. Got family in the D. Kin folk from Motown, back in the shy, them folks ain't from Motown. Life moving too fast, I need to slow down. Girl, ain't give me no ass, you need to go down. My father Ben said I need Jesus, so he took me to church and let the water wash over my Caesar. The preacher said we need leaders. Right then, my body got steel like a pair of legions. You know who you call, you got a message to leave it. The rock stand tall and you would never believe it. Take your diamonds and throw 'em up like you believe it. Yeah, the beat cold, but the flow is anemic. Debris settles and the dust gets swept off. Big K pick up where Young Hov left off. Right when magazines wrote Kanye West off, I drop my new shit. It sound like the best of A and R's looking like we messed up. Grammy night, damn right we got dressed up. Bottle after bottle till we got messed up in the studio. But really though, yeah he next up. People asking me is I'm gonna give my chain back? That'll be the same day I give the game back. You know the next question, dog. Yo, where Dame at? This track the Indian dance to bring our rain back. What's up with you? And Jay, man, are y'all okay, man? They pray for the death of our dynasty, like Amen. But right here stands Amen with the power to make a diamond with his bare hands. Throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe. The rock is still alive every time.